Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. It means it's time for another live stream. Today is Thursday, December 9th, 2022. I think that means it's what? 16 days before Christmas? 15 days before Christmas? I, don't, I, never, I always mess that up. The kids always have like countdown things, but I'm like, 15 days till Christmas. But if the thing has to end on a one the day before, I don't, I don't ever know how that works. Anyway, we are getting close to Christmas. We are a little bit outside of CIM. I think that's pretty much everyone's race season is over. I guess unless you're doing Houston, you're still in like peak week right now, right? So there's still some people running, but today is Thursday, so it's happy hour. And I would, you know, yesterday I ended the live stream thinking that I might have a beer during happy hour for today, but two reasons why I'm just going with some tea. And this is my 2022 Chris Kindle Market mug this year. It's curvy. It's not like some sort of weird camera thing. It's just curvy. Um, it's all right. I like it when it's a boot. But one, we still haven't done like outside Christmas decorations because we've never owned a house before. And so we don't know how any of that works. And I've been gone for a long time. So we haven't been able to figure it out. And number two, this is not such good news. Number two is uh, I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. And someone messaged me that I had had lunch with after um, CIM. And that person said that after a couple of days, they felt sick and now are tested positive for COVID. So I have had an exposure risk, I'm still testing negative, but like my nose doesn't feel great. And I decided to take a break from running today. It's been four days since the potential exposure. So I feel like uh, this is just like me finally breaking down, just overall having another cold. But in an abundance of caution, I didn't run today. I didn't get on the bike today. I'm trying to take it easy today, having some tea. So that's where we're at. So that's the story. Yeah, Eliza says, oh, no, I hope you did not get it. I hope so, too. Um, but I think the more likely thing is Thursday night in, in Austin, Thierry, was the um, Brooks party. I had I didn't know for some reason that this party was going to be outside. And um, it was cold and raining. And because I didn't know I was outside, I was wearing a T-shirt. And so, like, uh, it was like 40 degrees, and I'm wearing a T-shirt and drinking beers. So that was not a great idea. The lifesaver, though, the reason why I wasn't, like, instantly sick, because I usually get, like, instantly sick, um, is that um, Ashley Mateo had a friend there, Mitch. Mitch was a lifesaver. Mitch wore a flannel and a jacket, like a North Face, like little fleece thing. And he's like, Mike, you should wear this. And I'm like, no, man, I don't want to take your jacket. I'm the idiot. I'll just go. I got to go home soon anyway. I'm not going to be standing out late. Um, but he kept insisting. He kept like putting it on me. So that was really nice. And that was a lifesaver because otherwise I definitely would. I wouldn't even be able to like make it to Sacramento. I would have been so sick. But anyway. Um, I'm here. I'm still feeling fine. Yesterday, like evening when I was like, like waiting for like my home test results, I was like, oh man, I feel terrible. This is definitely it. And then like, as soon as it came back negative, I'm like, yeah, see, I feel fine. And this morning I definitely feel like sickish. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. You know, um, I'm recently boosted. So like, even if I get sick, hopefully I'll be fast. I basically have like this week off and then like next week starts week 12 away from Tokyo. So um, hopefully whatever it is, it passes quickly. All right. Matthias says that bad cold flu has got my kids and wife. I'm just waiting. Yeah. The baby has had like a sniffle for a real long time. And like all of my older daughter's friends are like, are, are like missing school here and there for a couple of days at a time. So I'm like, it's just going around. Ah, yeah. Uh, Martha says, oh no, you evaded it so long. Three to five days incubation period with the current variants. If correct, did you have the bivalent vaccine? I did. So uh, that's the one I got in before Chicago. So I'm like two months out from the booster. So I feel like 
you know, I feel like I'm all right. Um, I feel confident, but you know, it's like a raincoat after a while. You, if you just stand out in the rain long enough, you will get wet. So, you know, it was a long lunch. We were hanging out at the tracksmith party. So, you know, uh, all right. Um, questions. Rajkumar Rusinji says, congrats on your CM podcast where you share that you have graduate degrees. You're a more educated, faster runner and younger. Great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, is it, it's a graduate, it's, it's a law degree. So like people say like you have a doctorate. I'm like, it's a Juris doctorate. It's not a real doctorate. It's a, it's a law school degree. I didn't have to defend a thesis or anything or do any original writing or research. Not, I did a lot of writing, not research. Um, all right. Robert Stockflower says, no way. The first time I made it to a stream on time. Awesome. I just enjoyed the CIM video. Looking forward to a longer breakdown of the CIM weekend. All right. So here's the thing, guys. You guys let me know if it's too much. So I'm thinking I do a CIM video, just the race video. That was today. It's almost like a trailer for the rest of the CIM content. The next video that I'm thinking about doing, I'm going to do um, a detailed CIM race recap. I haven't done like a detailed race recap in a long time. So I think I'm going to do that. And the reason I'm thinking that is because a lot of people came up to me over the course of the weekend and they were like, you're the guy that made the race recap video. And I was like, that's me, I think. Um, and so like people that aren't like YouTube watchers, people that aren't subscribers, people that don't come to the live stream or looking up stuff for CIM and there wasn't a lot. So I thought that, um, that they thought that that was helpful. So maybe I'll do a long one or maybe I won't, but I'm leaning towards doing one. Um, and then after that will be the Sacramento content, the runner's weekend content. And then because I raced in the super blast, I've got that over a hundred miles. So then I'll do a hundred mile super blast review. So that's a lot of like stuff from one weekend. I feel like it's a lot of content. That's going to be like, that's going to take us basically to Christmas or really close to Christmas. And then I'm like, I didn't do any year end stuff. So man, what do I do? So that's what kind of what I'm thinking. That's a so far the um, thought. Um, yeah, Raj Kumar says questions. Would you use Superbus if you did run the race again? Just making sure if this was your best shoes decision. To you traveled to TRE and CIM. Did you check luggage or carry on? Any tips? If you're doing TRE and CIM, that's a week's worth of running and being on your feet and like seeing and meeting people and stuff. If you can do that in a carry on, good for you. I didn't. I brought five shoes. I came home with. I should have came home with seven, but I left a pair in Austin. So like, good luck. That's the tip. I mean, it stinks to have to check bags and stuff, but I don't know how people do it otherwise, you know? So um, would I choose the Super Blast again? No, but not because it's a bad shoe. I don't really need to run in. I don't usually race in a shoe twice because I test other ones. So if you look at the shoes that I ran in this year, I did Metaspeed Sky 1 for LA. I did Metaspeed Sky Plus for Grandma's. I did um, Tukumi Sen for my 5K PR. I did Endorphin Pro 3 for Chicago, SC Elite 3 for New York, and Super Blast for um, Grandma's. For Boston, I will do the Adios Pro 3. So I think that hits all of them. At some point, I'll, hit, I'll um, probably review the Alpha Fly 2. I don't plan on racing in that shoe, though. So that's how it is. So like asking if I'd run in it again is not the right question because um, I don't hard. I very rarely run in the same shoe twice for a race because once I have that race experience, 
I don't, I mean, this year I ran five marathons and that's a lot, but most people don't. And so like, that's the reason why. So, um, yeah. Was it a good marathon shoe? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'll talk about it a lot more during the full race recap that we'll do, but, um, yeah. So it was, it was really good. There were times where I wished I had carbon. There was times where I'm like, this is great. And after the race, I was like, my feet have never felt so good after a marathon, except for maybe Chicago. Cause I did, took that super chill, but, um, but yeah, so th that, yeah, it's a good, it's a good marathon race shoe. I think that that shoe, despite like the way that ASICS promotes it, I think it likes marathon pace. So if you're running marathon pace, that's it. Perfect use case is, uh, for someone that's worried a little bit more about comfort than carbon in a race. And then also my ideal use case is 16 mile long run on the weekend, three miles warm up, 10 miles at marathon effort, three miles cool down. Super blast. That's the shoe. Or Primex. Like those are the two shoes that'd be my favorite. Cause then I could throw that on a Sunday and I could do another hard session on Tuesday or Wednesday. So that's how I think of that shoe. All right. The caffeine in this tea is hitting me hard. It's not, I know it's like, it's a, what is it? Theobromine, theophylline. It's, it's like, yeah, it's a different stimulant and I'm not used to it. So I'm getting, all of a sudden I'm very hot and very stimulated. Ooh. All right. Will Gravel says, I still got some races on the calendar. Holiday Bowl 5K in San Diego. Ooh, Martha and Luis also signed up. And Carlsbad Marathon on the same day as Houston. Ooh, that's fun. Um, yeah, I was debating. I still haven't booked anything. I did just submit an application to get media credentials at Houston. And so I, I think maybe I'll help that help me decide. I'm either going to go to Houston. There's also the Rose Bowl Half Marathon in LA. I'd like to go back to LA um, again. And so I wanted to do that one last year. I don't remember. I think last year I was in Florida for that Clearwater Half or something like that. So I couldn't do that one last year. So I'd just like to go run in LA a little bit more, even if it's hilly. That's all right. Um, Jody says, I had to make the decision to defer Tokyo Marathon until 2024 as flights from Australia to Tokyo are triple what they were back in 2019 and no longer direct flights and will take at least 16 hours. That's a lot of travel. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I was, um, that's, yeah, oh man, that's wild. I was um, watching the Sweat Elite video of Ed Goddard. And he was talking about how he chose CIM over Valencia because it's easier travel to get to Sacramento. And I was like, it is? How is that possible? But I don't know. I guess if travel is kind of goofy, that could be it. But I guess distance-wise, it is closer. Because you have to go over like Asia, like I guess kind of like all of Europe, Africa, to get all the way to the other side of Europe. So I don't know. But man, that's hard, Jody. Canom says, oof, everyone in my house has a cold. So I've been dodging in like the parking spots, dodge drivers. Yeah. Oh man. Hope you stay safe. Martha wants to know who here got into Chicago. Is everyone already notified? She said she got in during the registered, uh, reg during, uh, regular, during regular via, during registered via good for age. Yeah, I have mine, I think, for good for age. I'm pretty sure I have a bib. I thought I did. I just, I mean, I don't specifically remember seeing it, but I thought, it, I just in my mind remember having it. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people got notifications today. You know what's been great about today? Um, a lot of people have been messaging me and saying they decided to try to get into the lottery because of the Chicago Marathon content that I've been putting out. And they're super excited to come to Chicago, to do the shakeout run, 
together and all that stuff. So I'm I'm really excited to meet all those people. Um, it's very flattering to be like the world marathon major wasn't a draw, but the way Kofuzi shows it now that I now I want to do it. So I feel that makes me feel good. <laughs> so I, I appreciate that a lot. I can't wait to meet all the new people um, and see all the regulars again too. You know, it's going to be great. Uh, Will Gravel is going to be there. Um, let's see who else. Yeah, Will Gravel said he's going to be there. Uh, Luis is going to. Is Luis going to be there? No, is, or is Luis talking about the five k? Hmm, I'm not sure. But anyway, it's good. Let me let me know, guys, um, if you got into Chicago. Eliza says about CIM. She would like a detailed race recap. New York City was inspiring and it helped me to know more about the area. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. I'll do a little bit more of a detailed one. It's going to be a little bit. Boring. But here's the thing. Here's why I think about it. For everyone, for some, for some of you guys that watch like every video, it'll be like, oh man, this is a lot of Sacramento content. And it kind of overlaps and it might be a little bit redundant. But I think overall, some of that stuff will have longer legs. And so you people won't be seeing it all sequentially. They might see it like three months from now, six months from now, like the Super Blast 100 mile review or the race recap or the runner's weekend. The runner's weekend, sometimes people don't see that for six, eight months. You know, so um, that's what I like about those videos is that like they're not evergreen, but they're less disposable than the other videos that I make. So I, th I think I'll do it. I think I'll, that's a good schedule. Um, Eric did not get in. Oh, no. He said probably just as well as it may be too close to Leadville in late-ish August. That'll be a quick turnaround, Eric, because um, I did the 5K in early September, and that felt like a really quick turnaround to get up to marathon pace again. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what's going on, Matt? Matt, where are we at? CIM? He says, I'm looking for that good run the tangent tutorial content. Dude, you know what? I was just watching Dr. Josh. I don't know if Dr. Josh is here. I was just watching Dr. Josh's video, and he said, like, you know, people weren't running tangents. They were just kind of running in the middle of the road. Matt and I had a discussion, and we, we had to also, like, loop Drew in on the discussion, too. Run, run the course, not the road. Everyone was, they, all these roads are super wide, like four lanes. More or more sometimes across and they were kind of meander a little bit and um, everyone would kind of stay in the right lane as if they were driving in a car and kind of like go all over and I would look at it I'd be like just go straight we could just go straight down here sometimes we'll be on the left side of the road sometimes we'll be on the right but we could just go straight and cut through all of that we're gonna run this course so that was like a theme for the day so that was fun I think I'm gonna I, I like that I mean I like that phrase that we came up with so I'm going to use that in the future. Run the course, not the road. <laughs> I think that will help a lot of people. And hopefully, you know what I did notice, Matt? I did notice that like looking forward, the, the like river of pe the snake of people ahead of us was always like windy and behind us because we were running the tangents. It was just a straight line. So I feel like we helped a lot of people out. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, Luke Klein says, one of my friends hit the jackpot, got into both Chicago and Berlin. See, that's a fun one because then you do Berlin, you hang out for Oktoberfest, and then you're just kind of in taper mode or just like, you know, just sharpen up a little bit before Chicago. It's like a week or two weeks, right? I think it's a, is it a week this year? Sometimes it's two weeks, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Michael Chang wants to know, 
would you say there's a correlation on body weight versus foam durability? Um, yeah, I would say yes, but I don't say that it's uh, linear. Um, I'm not sure it'd be a bell curve either, but or exponential. It's not logarithmic. I don't know, but it's not linear for sure. And I, if anything, I, I I would say it's probably graduated. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Boom. Steady, steady, steady. Boom. That's what I would say in terms of like rate of degradation over weight, you know, if we're doing that chart. That's how I would say it. But I, I don't have any data on that. And I think that like the difficult thing is um, gait, I think, is going to have a lot of impact on it and relative fitness. And so someone that's heavy but fit, like Drew Whitcomb, tall guy, runs as fast as I do, like he's going to, at his weight, over 200 pounds, is going to degrade a foam at a different way than someone that is his exact size and weight, but doesn't run at all, right? So I feel like that's why it's, it's hard to really chart that out accurately um, because there are a lot of variables more than just foam and weight. But I would, you know, that's my hypothesis, if that makes sense. Mm. All right, Melvin Yumeng says, hey, Co, got into Chicago through the lottery for the second time in a row. Awesome, so pumped. Hopefully I can break 320. So I can get that guaranteed entry for age. Already looking forward to the shakeout with a pizza emoji. I mean, we're going to have to figure something out. So I'm thinking like maybe we could, I don't know. I don't know what we do. Maybe we do like the same thing. Just run it back, do this. I, there was nothing wrong with the first one. So I'd be happy to do the same thing again. Just run straight to Lou Malnati's. Make a Lou Malnati's run. I love it. But I also think like, you know, what would be great too is to have a run. And then also later have like a meet and greet or just like hang out. There's pizza and maybe there's a, pa a panel or a podcast or an interview or something. You know what I mean? So I'm like, maybe there's two things that we could do. I'm not sure. You know? So we'll have to see. I want to say there's plenty of time for planning, but I feel like I always say that. And the next thing I know, it's like, oh man, we didn't do any planning. So what can we do in the next week? You know? So we'll see. Uh, Louis says he also wants to do the Rose Bowl half in 2024, Co. I mean, maybe. We'll have to see. I'm not ready to look that far ahead, please. <laughs> oh, man. Kimberly Goulart says, longtime listener with a happy face emoji, says, I ran my first marathon, Valencia. Awesome. Congratulations with a 354. My husband and I want to know who sings, yo, what's going on in your theme song? Is it you? Settle the debate. Uh, I, it's not me. Um, I forget who I was talking to, but they were like, they were so, they were devastated that it wasn't me because I thought it was me. And so uh, it was a never meet your heroes moment because like I just, cause just see like the excitement drain from the face. <laughs> it, and it, it, it was, uh, I, don't, I don't know, I think it was, it might've been Connor from Running Warehouse too. You know what I mean? So I was like, um, it was another YouTuber that was like, wait, that's not you. Uh, I know, I think it might've been Ginger Runner. I don't know, Ethan Newberry. It was someone, <laughs> someone like that. Uh, so it's not me. Uh, the song is by Jim Yosef, J-I-M-Y-O-S-E-F. I think it's called Checkered. You know, what's funny is there's another YouTuber that uses that song, but it's his intro music. But it's a channel that's not in English. But the guy has like 300,000 like, subscribers. Or he did. Who knows now? It was a long time ago when I started using that song. But yeah, so it's, it's not me. 
<laughs> You're not the only ones to ask that though. That's so funny. Um, all right. Daz Darren 99 says, I got into Chicago. Congratulations. Uh, this one? Yeah, that's the sound I want. He says, I blame Co for applying. I'm ex LOL. I'm excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, a lot of people will be. So I really hope the weather's good next year and that everyone PRs because if it's like a hot day and everyone just loses it on the course, uh, it's going to be, everyone's going to be like, ah, Co Fousey, this is all your fault. <laughs> Oh, man, that's so funny. <clears throat> Let's see. Midlife Runner Series says, Yo, Coach, what selfie stick do you use for marathons on for the GoPro? I got one that is also a tripod, but feels a little heavy for 26.2 or 13.1. Um, I made a video. It's like four or five videos back. Uh, like generic essentials, Kofu's you can't run without. I have a link to it in there. It's a generic. Um, I don't like any of the GoPro accessories um, because I think that they're overbuilt. Um and uh, I think to justify higher price points, they're overbuilt. And maybe they're built for other sports in mind where a little bit more weight for durability, maybe it could take a little bit more of a beating, you know, is needed. But I don't, I don't like any of the GoPro accessories. So I just use a generic one. It twists, you, you twist it, it expands, and then you twist it back to lock it. And then when you're done, and then it becomes like a little bit longer than a ruler. So, mm, Jose Neves says, Yo, CoFam, thanks to my Run Club waiver entry C, uh, fee. I'll see you in Boston. Awesome. It'll be my return to Boston after 10 years. Whoa, nice. Yeah, there we go. Cool. I'm looking forward to Boston. Although now I'm like, now I'm like, oh man, I'm already worried that I'm going to get DQ'd from the race because I'm going to try to film it. And now that, like, I wasn't as nice as I could have been in the TRE video to Adidas, now I'm worried that they're going to be like, who is this guy? You know how the BAA can be. If you've watched Stephen Gnosis' videos, you know how the BAA could be. They're maniacal, and they just think about ways to screw over the YouTubers. <laughs> so we'll see. we'll see. I'll be there in Boston. Um, I have the bib. And there's no deferral, unfortunately, because otherwise I'd defer. Um and just go to Boston, but not run, and then maybe run in 2024. Just because I'm going to Tokyo. Um, I talked to New Balance. Someone at New Balance is like, you have to have a bib. I'm like, I'm not going to run. I'm running Boston and Tokyo. I'm not going to do three marathons in like four weeks. Um, and they're like, I'll just, I'm, I'm going to go. I'll go to all the events. You know, I'll cover the race. I'll, I'll be there. I'm thinking. I'm not sure, but I he was like, you have to have a bib. I'm giving you a bib. And I'm like, uh, thank you. Maybe. So we'll see how, what happens in, in London. But um, that was also like, that was also in evening times. And you can't really take anything that's said in evening times seriously. Not blaming anybody. But it's just a lot of things get said. All right. Matt's going to run Boston and Chicago. So I'll see you again, man. I'm going to see how you update those goals after after uh, this weekend. KSNT606 says, I got into Chicago, signed up, and forgot. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Because if you're like, sign up, and like, I got to get in, I got to get in, I got to get in, then you just set yourself up for misery. Like me, every time I sign up for Berlin or London. You know, it's never, never, never works. Mm, Jason Dahl says, Carrie Pinkowski should cut you at Chatco. 
you know, they've never given me a hard time for having the selfie stick, so I call it even. <laughs> Not all races are like that. Mark's going to uh, also be running Boston. He's running New York City as well. All right, Mark, that's your triumphant return to New York. You weren't there last year, right? So it'll be good to see you again. Awesome. Oliver Michael says, I got in. Oliver from Dallas. Nice. Very cool. Uh, and KSNT606 says, I wanted to get into New York City, but not Chicago. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you got one of the two. You know? Mm. Rob DeGenaro says, got into the New York City half. Hopefully the calf cooperates. I did um, I did sign up for the lottery for that one, but then I withdrew because I decided I don't, I can't run that one. But um, related to the um, idea of me being more professional and not spilling all the tea, I, w I won't go into further detail on that. But all right. Yoizen says, first time Chicago ballot. Also got the entry. See you all there. Awesome. First time winner. There you go. Um, w over the same weekend that CIM is, there's the lottery for um, Western States. And uh, I was talking to, I don't know if you guys saw, he did a very brief cameo in the video because I only saw him for like a second over the weekend. Jonathan Levitt at, uh, for the Long Run Pod. And um, I picked up, we picked him up at the half marathon mark and I, he came out of nowhere. I was like, where did you come from? He's like, oh, I was just throwing up. And I was like, okay. He's like, I can't hold anything down. He's like, anything I eat or drink just comes up as vomit. I'm like, oh boy. He's like, it's not a good day. I'm like, all right, man. And then he just dropped off real quick. Um, presumably to go vomit again. But I was like, hey, did you go to, were you just out at the Western States thing? He's like, yeah, I was, he pulls the name. He was pulling names. I don't think he did it the whole time. I mean, maybe he did, but he's pulling names out of the lottery. Um, and I wanted to ask him, like, I wonder if anyone got in off of one ticket. Because they say you have to have, like, it takes an average of how many years to get into the Western States race. Um, but, you know, there are odds that you can get in on one ticket. And so, I don't know. Um, Hella Good is going to be running Western States this year. He, I, I actually knew that before he announced it because he told me over at, in Austin. And I'm glad I didn't say anything. Because, like, I, I'm... You know, as there's another reason why I don't like embargoes is because I'm bad at remembering them. And so, um, like, it's just good, better for me not to know stuff. And uh, he was telling me, like, yeah, he's real super excited to go to Western States. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I could go. And um, he said that since he had the uh, finished Leadville, that, you know, I feel like that gave him, like, made it okay for Hoka to give him a bib. And he's running under their like uh, diversity initiative, so um, so that'll be really cool to see him out there. I want to run Western States. So this year I was going to try to run a hundred k, but this year because of Tokyo got moved. Last year I was going to do Tokyo, and then this year I was going to try to run Black Canyon, but then Tokyo moved. So this year's Tokyo, maybe next year's Black Canyon. Because I do I do really want to run that race, but maybe in twenty twenty three I'll run a different race. Um, so if you at least have one ticket, I at least, I at least like to have one ticket, you know, mm, Tracy wants to know anyone doing the triple header in Chicago, Shamrock Shuffle, half marathon and the marathon. Yeah. I don't think I'd do the half, but I don't know if I'll do the Shamrock Shuffle. We'll have to see. It's just, it's a fun day, but like, it's so cold all the time. People don't hang out. That's a thing. But I do love getting the Shamrock Shuffle hat every year. So... 
It's worth it for the hat, I feel like. Mark Peterson said about the tangent at CIM, he's like, I felt that way too, that everyone was just running the road and not the course. He said, I was doing my best to take tangents and I was worried when no one else around me was. There was a time where like we were we were doing our thing we were running running the tangents and I, there was one point where the road curled to the right and so I just went and right went right at the apex of that turn. And there was a guy not in our group but who had been kind of like running with us that I was like shoulder to shoulder with and I wanted to be like, uh, let's run the tangent. He eventually figured it out but it took a minute. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. Why is no one running the tangents at this race? LA is the same way. LA is very much the same way because it's like super wide street. Most other cities would give you half the space. And so like it, did, it wouldn't matter that much or the way people were running it would be the way that you would run it with that many people. But um, CIM, they just give you so much space. You can really hang yourself, you know, with that, with that much rope kind of thing. Mm, Tony says, same thing in Boston. Hardly anyone runs the tangents. <laughs> Driving me crazy. <laughs> well, Tony, you know from LA, you've seen LA. Um, but you know, I, I was thinking about it and it's just like, uh, you'll see a race. And I think it's something that comes up in Boston a lot. I think it does come up in the announce. Like when you watch the Boston race, the announcers are always like, I don't know what those Kenyans are doing. They must not understand tangents. And then like Des Linden is running tangents. I mean, like see what Des does. And then they're like, look at these Africans. But it's just like, I think that they're just like, they're, my guess is that maybe the truck that they're following is run driving the road and they're just following the truck. That would be my guess. That's my guess. Scott says, I ran 26.33 at CIM. Um, yeah. I, you know, I looked at Dr. Josh's um, video today. He ran like a 26.28 or something like that. I'm like, how the heck did he run so efficiently? And what watch is he using that had it so spot on? Like, I didn't, I didn't even understand that. That didn't make sense to me. Um, mine was like 26.5. A little bit lo a little bit longer than what my New York marathon was. Just by like a couple hundredths, if not like one or two. So, yeah. And I felt like I did a good job of running tangents. Martha says, I ran some of those tangents too, but I still arrived at the relay exchange with 13.6 instead of the 13.4. Still just 201. Nice. Nice work, Martha. Bernard Alcohol wants to know, it's wild how narrow New York City is at certain points. Is that normal for other races? That That is normal. But the thing is that with New York, it gets narrow at certain points because after a while, the crowd just keeps encroaching more and more and more. And so like some of those roads, which aren't that wide, they're like one-way streets. They aren't that wide. They just get even narrower. But I like that about New York. It just gives, there's just so much intimacy in like in a giant race, which is a really weird kind of juxtaposition, you know? So I think it's great. Um, but at like LA, at CIM, it really like messes with you. Mm, Otto says, bad year with lotteries for me. Didn't make it for Tokyo, London, Berlin, or Chicago. Oh boy, over four. I can always rely on the good old NYC nine plus one. There you go. There you go. Well, I'll see you in New York. Adam says, I always run the tangents. Adam, that doesn't help any of us though. Cause you're ahead of all of us. <laughs> so none of us can follow you. <laughs> you have to slow down and let us know which way you went so that we can follow you better. Mm, Frank says, I have to say about the CIM footage. It doesn't look like an appealing route, boring neighborhoods, liquor stores, etc." I'd say you're right. Um, but you don't go for the, the neighborhood. So I feel like 
people are like, what do you like more, like CIM or grandmas? I, I pick grand. They're vo- they're almost the identical race, but I pick grandmas because the scenery is really nice, and it's a little bit more. There's not as much uphill, um, so it's very similar, but it feels like a net downhill race. Where CIM does not feel like a net downhill race to me. CIM feels like it's rollers the first half and flat the second, basically. Um, but yeah, you there there's crowd support, but it's not like a world marathon major, right? It's not even like LA. Um, or it's probably similar to Indy, maybe a little bit less, um, just cause it's a point to point. Um, and Indy is at least like somewhat of a loop. No, it is a loop, right? You, you end similar to where you finish. Um, and so, you know, the reason that people race there is just cause you know that if you're in a, you know, whatever your pace group is, there's going to be a lot of people for you to run with. And so people that are normally like, well, in my hometown race, like there's only like six people in my pace group. And by the half, like there's like one, I'm running with the pacer by myself. Or sometimes like there isn't a pace group for me. Um, That's why people go to CIM. That and it's like easy to get to, easy to navigate around like the entire weekend. Um, And um, like, it's not like New York where like you have to leave to go get into your corral an hour before gun time. You know, I was on the bus, the race starts at seven. I was on the bus till about 6.15. I went to the bathroom and then stood in the corral for half an hour. I didn't have to, but I did, you know, so uh, and it was nice and easy, not far, not a lot of movement. So, um, yeah, so that's why people choose Sam. It's not the most scenic, but the people that you're racing with, that's the race. That's what, that's what you go for. Stop <laughs> says, I had the impulse to stop for a red traffic light during my first marathon. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm, oh, Adam wants to know any idea when Under Armour were releasing the new super shoe, like what look Haiti was Sharon wore in New York? I don't know. It's, it's, um, it's, I don't know. Is it out? I thought that that's what the, they had, like, because Believe in the Run did a thing with uh local non-elites in baltimore for the baltimore marathon and i thought they ran in the shoe so i thought that at this point it was out i guess i could be wrong i haven't looked i should take a look at it though it's probably i mean i don't know i have a feeling that she can run in anything but um yeah what's funny speaking of shoes though is that like um People have been sending me like snapshots of runners that apparently were running in the Alpha Fly Threes. Apparently, there was a lot of Alpha Fly Threes, um, and they were like taped up and stuff. Like there was like white tape over the Air- AirPod, the Zoom AirPod in the front. And people keep sending me pictures of it, and I'm like, I, I think I think this is interesting, but I don't, I don't leak photos. If someone posts like a photo of themselves in a shoe, then I'll be like, you know, look at that. You know, I put the little magnifying glass on it in the Instagram stories because I think it's funny because it's like spotted, you know. But it's like if it's not some, if it's someone I don't, I don't know, then then I won't do that. Maybe I would. I don't know. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I don't. I guess. So it's not weird that they sent it to me, but a lot of people have been sending to me, sending them to me. All right, let me scroll down and catch up with you guys in chat. I've been I'm really far behind you guys. Mm. 
<laughs> Richard Wilson says, I was in the porta potty when the gun went. <laughs> Thank goodness for a shift time. That's so were you like, did you have to like cut, were you cutting through a lot of people or were you just like, I'll wait till it spaces out a little bit? Man. Hmm. Uh, Martha says, another reason for CIM. Anyone can get in if you register in time and more and more Carpusians are getting gathering there. Yeah. I mean, that is another thing is like, you can just get it. You don't have to like get in a lottery. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to raise money for charity to do it if you don't want to. You know, you could just buy a bib. Same thing with grandmas. As long as you just decide early enough. And it's not like you got to decide like this week. You know, a couple months out. About the time then you might need to start training for it. You could still get a bib for that race and for grandmas. At least now. That may change in a couple of years. But at least now you can. And it does seem like a lot of people are from the, from the live stream are gathering there. So next year, I... I think I'm definitely going to go next year. Well, I mean, I say definitely, but I mean, who knows? But my plan currently, because I, I don't have anything like booked, but my plan is to, and this is the tentative plan. I may flip it around. I may attend tier URI and then just spectate CIM and maybe put on a bunch of events for people, like something hang out afterwards or do a meet and greet before or something like that. I don't know. Do a shakeout run, all those kinds of things. That's one plan. Or the other plan might be to, skip TRE because I don't know I had a lot of fun but it was a stressful way of having fun and then maybe race CIM I don't know we'll see maybe if like maybe it'll depend if it's the US Marathon Championships again because then maybe I'd want to do something else um, but if it's not the Marathon Championships or depending on who's racing you know from the elite side maybe I would or wouldn't want to but either way the plan is to be in in California for CIM. It's a great time to be out there on the West Coast. And Martha says, and there's a relay option. Yeah. Richard Wilson said, he comes out of the bathroom, when the gun goes off while he's in the porta potty, and he, you only had to chase your pacer for three miles. You must have, you must have been moving. But you, because you found it after three miles, that's fast. That's soon. That's very soon. Uh, Scott says, I am already registered for 2023. Nice. Hafiz Hero says, hi, Kofuzi. Big fans from Malaysia. Welcome, dude. Good to see you. Thanks for coming by. Um, Jody Beck says, shoot question. What would you recommend for racing a fast 5K? For me, that's the Takumi Sen. I love that shoe. Um, it's basically like Adios Pro, but for that 5K. So it's a little bit lower stack height, um, but you're still getting like that just aggressive feeling uh, in, this, in a good way of that super shoe. So I really like that one. Um, I'm trying to think what else would be in that category that I don't know. Nothing is close to me in my mind. I didn't, t I haven't tested a lot of 5K shoes this year, last year, um, but that's the one that I would pick. And I think you can get it pretty cheap now. So there's no like, cost reason i think to avoid it but yeah mark peterson says for the boston video just call it something else a code perhaps so they can't search for it <laughs> that's so funny it'll be like with michael scott with the um what was it like uh he had um written that fake novel and had wit written dwigged instead of dwight and then the when he did the find and replace there was still a dwight name in the in the script do you guys remember what i'm talking about or i'm just rambling 
So we'll call it something else. Yeah, we it won't we it, we'll just call it a random race on Monday, a Monday race, Monday race twenty twenty three. Maybe we'll do that. Do you think that'll work? I don't think that'll work. I think that they'll find it. <laughs> I think that what's going to happen is some grumpy dude who thinks that the Boston Marathon is for serious runners only and doesn't appreciate a guy running like because I'm I, I'm not going to run it super hard because I'll have run Tokyo like a month before. So like, you know, I'll be running 310 to three, maybe 320, something like that. So I know that there's going to be a guy that's like upset that there's someone that looks like me. That's part of going to be part of it, to be honest, and is running around with a selfie stick and smiling and giving high fives during Boston when he's like, it's probably going to be he, is working hard and like trying to be serious and, and like access the pain cave. And then that person will complain. And that's how they'll find it. Doesn't matter what I call it. That's how it'll work. <laughs> uh, Bernard says, any plans to go to the Austin Marathon? Here's the thing with the Austin Marathon. Um, it's so hilly. I don't want to ever run it. It's one of the hillier marathons out there, isn't it? That's what I thought. Um, I was actually in town the last, no, not the last time, but the time before last, I was in Austin for work, like my other work. And um, it happened to be the same weekend as the Austin Marathon. And I'm like, oh, I should have just signed up for this marathon and run it. Um, yeah, And then I ended up watching a lot of the race with Jamie. So that was fun. That was a good week. Mm hmm. Will says, I'm going to take CIM after I graduate law school and move back to California. Right now, it's impossible to do the finals 2024. There you go. Yeah, that'd be tough because it's like right during like reading week, right? So, or maybe during finals. So, that'd be, that'd be, that's, I, I, I would concede that is tough. <laughs> uh, all right. Sandra Lee says, I registered for 2023 CIM, but I couldn't run 2022 because of a COVID test. Oh, sorry about that. But we'll see you out there next year. Mm hmm. Or I'll see you in Boston 2023. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, Sean says, Kavuzi, it'll be like when Jack Sample tried to push Catherine Switzer out the course. <laughs> There'll be a bunch of grumpy dudes. I, you know what? There are times where I'm like, oh, I don't know. I think that, I, I think that like every time I see, you know, there's certain races where, uh, like at the end of Chicago, for example, they keep an eye out. And they look for bibs to make sure that no one that doesn't have a bib doesn't cross the finish line. Um, I suppose it's a big security reason too, um, because that's a controlled area in that finish area. Um, but they do that. And every time I'm coming through, I'm always like certain that they're going to be like, sir, you have to stop. But that point at, in, in Chicago, it's right before Mount Roosevelt. It's a really wide intersection there. And so the crowd's like all the way over here and like the inside of the turns all the way over here. And most people just take the tangent and then they run up the hill and the dudes that are like picking people off the course are always right there. And I've, I've in my mind I already have it set up and they'll probably catch me later before I get to, cause I'm sure that's not the only line, but I think it'd be really funny if on a video they're like trying to get me off the course and I just run all the way around <laughs> and do that thing. Um, so I've thought about it, but I, I do get nervous sometimes cause I'm breaking rules. That's, very clear and there they would be in the right to try and get me to get off the course that's just a part of what i do in the way i do i guess 
Mm-hmm. Let's see what else we got here. Um, but I just want to know what are we talking about here? What's the question? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just rambling. Uh, Otto wants to know: uh, Has anyone done the San Diego half or full marathon in the past? How good is it? That sounds like a great place to run a marathon. Mm, Matthias says he's done it. Finished at Petco a few years ago. You know, I have mixed feelings about races that finish in a stadium. Because I feel like that sounds great and all, but it usually means that you're running on a lot of really hard concrete at the end. And I don't know. It just, it also means like it's not that scenic because it's like you have to go through a giant parking lot to get into the state. You know, I don't know. I just never, I feel like it sounds better than it is a lot of times. But I, I guess I've never been to Petco Stadium, so maybe I'm wrong on that. Uh, Jody says, if you were disqualified from Boston and banned from future races, does that mean no six majors for you? That's what it would, yeah, that's what it would mean. And so I, we've talked about it before, that I was going to plan on doing Boston last. So that way, even if I'm disqualified later, I would already have gotten the medal. Because you get the medal like right after you finish. Like There's like a person that's there. Because you get, like, a lot of times they give you a special bib or something, or something else you add on your bib. And when you finish, you get your regular medal, and then you go to, like, a, a separate spot, and there's another person. Like, in New York this year, um, Dina Castor was giving out six-star medals. Was it New York? Was it New York? Or was it Berlin? It was in Berlin this year, I think. Yeah, Berlin, because she ran Berlin. So she ran Berlin. I think she, like, ran Berlin, took a shower, and came back, and then was giving out six stars. Um, so that'll be it. So then, yeah, I got to hurry up and get it before I actually <laughs> get disqualified. Because um, I have a feeling that they probably will. Mm, whatever. That's all right. It's their race. They can do what they want. Frank says, though, big high school stadiums or Olympic stadiums are a great finishes because they have a track. That's true. That would be nice. But like when I finish inside like um, the like the races that I do at Soldier Field... It's just like you run a bunch around Soldier Field and it's just like super hard concrete and it just always just doesn't feel great. Because stadiums, the, the scope of stadiums are such that like you could be running and running and running and it doesn't feel like you moved anywhere. It's like running in the desert. You see the horizon, but you never get closer to it. So it just feels like you've been going forever. And then you have to go inside where it's you know dark to get through the tunnels to get to the stadium. And then it's like you're on a carpet, you know? So that's not great but you know other stadiums not all stadiums are set up like that jungan says seen you twice now at the race la and cim i found that you're much skinnier and taller in real life than in the video yeah i i get i get the widest variety of things when people see me i get taller shorter bigger and smaller all of those at the same time sometimes it'll be like two people meeting me right away. Like if there's a bunch of people in line to get selfies, it'd be like right after each other. I'm like, that's funny because she just said I'm taller in real life than she thought. <laughs> uh. Pirate Pile says, have you ever thought about doing the, running the Dopey Challenge in Walt Disney World? I have. Here's the thing. I don't love running at Disney World. I've run at Disney World just like, because I was there on vacation. We did a cruise and like we did a day at Disney World or two days, one day I think. And then, I think it was two days. And then we w drove to wherever it was to get on the boat for a Disney cruise. And like I ran around just trying to figure out where can I run? Where can I get like six, eight miles in? 
and that is like a lot of the route is like through the resort and then you can kind of like get to the, all the parking lots of all the all the theme parks and stuff and it just wasn't great <laughs> scenery wise you know um and those races fill up fast really fast you got to get in there quick i, th I don't think that's the point where they have the lottery but you got to get in there fast um to get in there um and so it's like i never like i never know like my family's plans that far ahead so i'd like to do it but um and I'd, if i did it i'd want to do it as the challenge but um just because i think that'd be fun but i don't see it happening anytime soon louis says when he did the san diego rock and roll half it just goes on neighborhoods and it's mostly downhill race oh yeah because I feel like San Diego could be hilly. But that sounds nice. You know, mostly downhill. You got my attention. <laughs> uh, Will says, the other thing about Carlsbad versus San Diego is that Carlsbad is right along the ocean the whole way. Very scenic. Does it get windy, though? That'd be my concern. Uh, anytime someone says, like, it's by the water or by the ocean, I'm like, it means it might be windy. I have a cousin that lives out in Carlsbad. I haven't been there. In a while. Sandra says, Seoul International Marathon is now a lottery system. March 19th, 2023. You probably cannot do to Tokyo, but I want to run Seoul someday. You know what? My dad ran the Seoul Marathon a while ago. And one of my biggest regrets is that he was like, you should go. Let's do it together. And I was like, no, thanks. I'm good. I didn't even really think about it, you know? Because we had run Baltimore together. And then I think it was like two years later, he was like, I'm going to run the Seoul Marathon. We should train and run together. I'm like, I'll do a long run with you, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna go over there for a race. And I regret that I didn't do that. Frank says, I thought Ko was referenced standard 5'9". I'm 5'10". And change, if, you're, if I'm going to be very specific. But yeah, I'm pretty average. I'm 100% average. Like, average chest size arm length average foot size size nine although i don't think that's average foot size but it's reference size so like i'm the size of a of a mannequin like a rack whatever like whatever comes off the rack that's the size i am uh scott says if you run since cim i'm itching to go outside i really want to run today but i'm feeling a bit under the weather so i'm gonna give myself another day to rest it's really nice out today and tomorrow it's going to rain and get nasty so i'm like today would be the day so yeah but i i think i think you know i'm not in a rush i think i'm going to really get after it for tokyo so there's time there's time <laughs> terrence what's going on it says go is certainly quite a bit taller than five times maybe, maybe a little bit only like an inch Leroy McCoy says, Co, when you passed me at New York City, I too thought you were taller in person. <laughs> That's funny. Mm. Shannon says, I'm always shocked when Co claims he's 5'10". He seems taller in real life. Well, you know, I do like the max cushion and the super stack shoes. So that's probably what it is. Uh, you know, I've got an extra 40 millimeters in height. So 5'10 plus 40 millimeters, whatever that is. Is that an inch? Yeah, that's an inch. So like 5'11". Almost six feet, I guess, depending on the shoe. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to be a good place to leave it for today, guys. Um, I don't think that the race keep recap video will be 
out tomorrow. So I think the next time I see you guys will be at another live stream. Same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. And in the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.